On today's episode of the Halloween 365 podcast, we break out the planchette and discuss proper Ouija board etiquette. It's coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe in Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Welcome back to the Halloween 365 Podcast. And with only 226 days left until Halloween, this is the only podcast you're going to want to listen to because we are the only podcast where it is horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. Oh, wee! That is correct. As always, I am Chad, joined by my two co-hosts, Justin and Jeremy. Fellas, how you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Clean, had to clean some dirt out from under my fingernails. We'll dive into that later, though. Well, you'll have to clean a little bit of dirt out. You also had to get rid of some bad juju. Exactly. So I've, so I've been told. Oh yes. And it's perfect with this with today's episode. Ouija board etiquette. You you guys are gonna love this one. I, I know for a fact that you guys are gonna love this. But guys. Happy St. Patrick's Day as well. We we missed it. We didn't get, we didn't do an episode on St. Patty's Day. <clears throat> Last year we did. This year we didn't yeah. didn't have well, to. So we we need to express that this episode was last week's episode, which would have came out the day before St. Patty's Day. But we had some technical difficulties. We think we were yeah. cursed by the Ouija board that stopped us from putting out part two. Uh, There's something up. Something's <laughs> up. But yeah, this is a, us revising our second episode that we ever did. Uh, actually, an episode that gets listened to a lot, which is Ouija Get Those Eyes. So we figured that with all these people uh, using the Ouija board incorrectly still, that we needed to come back. Exactly. That is right. That's right. So we're here. We're going to teach you the proper etiquette. And people, please don't fuck up again. Come on. We can't keep doing this for you. Yeah, Seriously, if I see another news headline of 28 students getting anxious and having panic attacks over the Ouija board. I, I think I'm packing it in, boys. I think I'm done after that. I think so. Yeah. Good uh, news, though, everybody. Good news. I got plenty of horror news today. Shall we dive in? I think, I we, think shall. we should dive right in. All right, guys. Ready to swim. We got some, we got some, some news. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about Stu Mocker's fate in Scream 6. So here we go. That's right. Scream 6 came out recently. We all went to see it. I saw it twice. I was not as impressed the second time watching it as I was the first time. And uh, you gentlemen didn't like it at all, from what I've gathered. No, I saw through its charade. It had everybody like built up. It had everybody ready to go. It it was like uh, a first date, and you get your uh, leg grabbed under the table the entire time, and then they just say goodbye. <laughs> it gets you all gussied up, and then you got to the fucking theater, and then you were like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what I've been waiting on? I love that she used the word gussied up. Yeah. <laughs> what year is this? I've never heard anybody actually use the word gussied up. Mm. For some reason, I thought you said bussied up. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> put that in there too but anyway the directors of scream 6 have recently came out and discussed the true fate of Stu mocker Stu mocker of course is the original ghostface killer next to billy loomis 
Everybody loved these two. They they killed it. Matthew Lillard obviously kills it. Everything that he does. And uh, boys, I got bad news. I Stu Mocker's faith is officially he's dead. He's dead. Dead. He's never coming back. He's never coming well, back. I mean, As they stated in the film, it had dead underneath his fucking name. Yeah, and it, it stated here in the. Um, in the actual original script, the, the the old the the two new directors took a look at the original script, and it said it was a very definitive death. And in Scream, if it's not definitive, if you don't see them flatline, there's always that question. With the exception of Stu, so I just wanted to go ahead and bring that out to the attention of the Halloween news, since it's something that the directors had talked about, something we had talked about a lot on the podcast, hoping and holding out hope maybe that just maybe. Stu had another one in him, but it ain't there. It ain't there, boys. Which brings Sorry. me to say that that is the last Scream film that I'll be enjoying in theaters. Yeah, I think so. I think that's it. Well, moving right along, I got some more news. It follows director. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. I was waiting for that. See, I was waiting for that. David Robert Mitchell is coming back with one more movie and it's set in the 1980s starring Anne Hathaway being attacked by dinosaurs what what i know what come on come on what do There's the dinosaurs have eight like why would the dinosaurs have eight fucking it follows oh oh i see i don't know no one said anything about fucking the dinosaurs and we but, have our task it, so that would be that's the no, that's the horror of the film because you don't fuck the dinosaurs they fuck you that is terrifying so aids ridden dinosaurs two, and they're not trying to eat you they're just trying to chase you and fuck you and give you the aids i i really don't know what to think about this I, because it is the it follows director and i feel like he's gonna do something weird he's gonna put a twist on it what if what if it's dino crisis No? Well, no Dino Crisis fans in here? I like Turok right. better. Fine. You, get, you get a pass because you like Turok, but... Well, anyway, I thought that that was some <laughs> exciting news. I liked It Follows, so I sue me. It. Sue me. Sue me. All right, moving right along. Darcy Montgomery is going to be starring in the new Faces of Death remake. That is a big deal, because Faces of Death was like a, a movie that I wouldn't necessarily say that I grew up on, but it was a movie that I, I remember always hearing rumors about, you know, Can a lot of people... you remake? I thought Faces a lot of that of shit death? was real. I don't know! That's what That's I don't not... know. How do you That's... remake that? I don't know. That's where I'm tripped out, and I'm like, hmm... What? It's like. So, do you uh, mean to tell me that right now those directors are probably in Cambodia with a monkey's head pinned between two tables, and then they're, you know? Well, I, I just like, who's doing this? Is it just Darcy going and doing it himself? Did he just take a camera and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go make a weird murder movie." Mm, yeah. Can't can't bring Bud Wire back. Yeah, what? can't redo that one. How are you gonna? How? <laughs> <laughs> Or that, that that dude that jumped in front of the train. You can't... Uh... See, this is what I don't understand. So here's the plot. 
The plot revolves around a female moderator for the YouTube-like website whose job is to weed out offensive and violent content and who herself is recovering from serious trauma. She stumbles across a group that is recreating the murders from the original film, but the story is primed for the digital age. Are the murders real or fake, it says. That's the synopsis. I'm kind of on board. I'm on board with this. Because it sounds like a remake. It sounds like a reboot. because It's a requel. It's a requel, people, because the other movie exists in that world. Um, it's it's, it's kind of like Human Centipede. This, have you seen Human Centipede 2? No. So Human Centipede 2 is in... Again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Human Centipede 2... The, the plot is about a man who watches the first Human Centipede... And then he becomes inspired to make his own. And then I the third that they movie just added another person onto the chain. No, <laughs> no, it's it's. And then the third movie is about a prison guard who watched the first two movies, and then he becomes inspired to turn his prisoners into the human centipede. Mm. That's. It sounds like they're going down that path. I don't know. I'll watch it. I'll give it a watch just because Darcy's in it, and uh, we didn't get Billy, so fuck him. <laughs> this is this is the best thing that we're gonna get, so I'll take it. I'll take my wins where I can get my wins. Might be alone on that one because that first one freaked it fucked with my head. I don't know if I want to go back to a faces of death. I I don't think there's gonna be real murders, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Let's hope not. I, I I don't think that that's gonna be the case here. Um. Anyway, <laughs> biggest news, the biggest news I have for you guys today. Is coming out of Camp Evil Dead. Evil Dead Rise. If you watched our 60-second scare of last week, you will know that Evil Dead Rise has released at South by Southwest. It is getting fucking stellar reviews. Nines, tens. Minus one guy. Did you see that? I did not, but let's talk. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I did see that where he goes, movie fucking suck. You yeah. know what, sir? He you screamed it. Suck. Yeah. He screamed it at Bruce Campbell while Campbell was on stage talking. He and said, Bruce told him to go fuck sucks. himself. <laughs> Dude, I've yeah. heard that people are yeah. saying that it's not even just a good horror movie, but just a good movie in general. So it's gonna be great. Th- it's, that gonna, dude, it's gonna be stellar. Dude's probably a fucking tool. Yeah. It's kind of sad that people like him actually get to go into these things and fuck up the fun for everybody else. So. But what if he's being real? I'm gonna play devil's advocate. What if he's playing? What if he's being real? What if? What if that dude looks at movies like we do, and it was he came out of it after watching it like I came out of Scream Six? Because if they had done a press conference after Scream Six, I would have said the exact same thing. I don't want your movie fucking sucks. Well, what's funny about it is Bruce. Bruce said you sat all the way through the credits just to tell us our movie sucked. Yeah, I would have waited until I had their attention. (laughs) I mean, I understand why he did it, because I would have waited until I knew that everybody was on stage and there was a quiet time where I knew that they would hear me. And then that was the perfect time. Because you can't post it. If you post it, Bruce Campbell's not going to fucking see it. So the best time is to wait for him to pause and then scream it at him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you wondered people like that existed, yes, we got one (laughs) right here. (laughs) You got them. Yeah, right. I nailed go. it right at yeah. those fuckers that made Scream no Six. No way! No way! Oh man! Oh. Well, I mean, what do you boys think? Are Are you excited for Evil Dead Rise? I'm fucking over the moon. I'm. Stoked. I am. Yeah. I'm. Pumped. Yeah. I, I'm probably more excited about this than any other movie that's coming out this year. 
Uh, John Wick 4 for me, but uh, I mean, Evil Dead Rises right oh, there. There's been a lot of good things said about John Wick 4. Yeah. The close like, of the book. Uh, several comments are masterpiece, is what has been said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very much a masterpiece, I believe. But anyway, that's the news. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the news. And now it's time to move right along. Do we have any Reddit segments today? You bet your self we do. <laughs> she said, bet your bottom dollar. You bet your bottom dollar. Well. well for everybody that does not know, and if you did not hear the opening, this is our It Came From Reddit. And what that is, if you're new to the podcast, is where we get to go through Reddit, find some quote-unquote uh, real paranormal experiences. We read them aloud, and uh, we're going to tell you if we think that they're real or not, if they're full of shit, and uh, if it's plausible. We've only had a couple of unanimous plausible stories, uh, to say the least, so... I'm excited for today's It Came From Reddit because you've been diving into a deeper backlog of Reddit mm -hmm. uh, that you had recently discovered, and I'm curious to see what kind of stories are going to blossom from this. I don't know if it's necessarily deeper. It's just this one's more consistent. Uh, there's people mm -hmm. still like uh, posting every day, and some of these people mm -hmm. are posting photos and stuff like that. I will okay. say on this Reddit, a lot of photos are people posting stuff of shadow people or then talking about stories of shadow people. Like I'm seeing that a lot as of hmm. the past couple of weeks. It's the biggest stories besides sleep paralysis. Hmm. Uh, that's another big one. Shadow people. Eh? I've got a story for you later. There's a lot of shadow. people seeing shadow people right now, Jerem. Yeah. Not just, uh, not just at, at your place, but here too. Across the world. Which brings me to today's It Came From Reddit. It is titled Nighttime Horror. And it comes to horror us. Horror or horror? I need to know. Oh, horror. Hello. Sorry. Okay. I'm not from Tatooine. I do not speak clearly. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, horror. Horror. <laughs> horror. And it's submitted by Judy Ann Arbuckle. Okay, so I'm the name alone, the name alone's already got me like she's an Arbuckle. Those damn Arbuckles. Mm. Oh, I'm already, else. I'm already wanting to believe it compared to some of the past names we've had. <laughs> oh, Queen Jelly Roll. Yeah. Hey. Oh, what if Nobody it was like, Queen what if that's Roll. Jelly Roll's wife that had submitted that shit, talking about the janitors and the <laughs> Queen the of the fucking double wide, probably faculty and stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so Judy Ann writes. <laughs> she gives us a bit of a backstory on her nighttime horror. Uh, she says, I suffer from night terrors and I have for about six years. And since my youngest was born, I think it's uh, night terrors. It's like that my eyes are open. So I guess that that would mean that it is sleep paralysis. But I'm aware of all my surroundings when everything's happening. And I can see things that shouldn't be there. Or at least that's what you would think whenever you're in this state of mind, says Judy Ann. Uh -huh. <clears throat> um, she says, 
being in this state has happened so often, it's almost like she expects it. She says, I don't know what causes it, and I don't really know how to control it, but I sometimes have uh, gotten used to it, and it happens a few times per week at this point. This was posted four days ago, by the way. Uh, she said, I should uh, probably speak to a sleep specialist about it. Normally, it's a tall man that walks into my bedroom and stands behind my door. I'll get to the point where I'm awake and I can see all my surroundings and the room's empty. And then the tall man will walk in and I'm unable to move. He walks in slow, stands in the doorway walks around the side of the door, and stands behind the door in the darkness and stares at me. He watches silently. When I come around and properly am able to move, I can see that there's nothing there. It's just the darkness. But every time that it happens, my heart beats out of my chest. So that's the backstory. Judy Ann says, The night that I was asleep slash awake recently, I don't know how to describe my state. My bedroom door swung open and a child walked into my room. It was not a tall man this time. Not usually, I mean, not unusual to have an eight foot tall man walk in, but this time it was a child. It was a dark being that had came in in the shape of a child in the middle of the night. So just a tiny figure that comes through the shadows. And I watched the child walk around my bed. And I sleep on the side closest to the door, just as preference. And the child walks around her bed to the foot of the opposite side of her mattress. She says, they walk to like they're going to climb up on the other side of my bed, like they're going to join me in my bed. And it said, hey, are you okay? I'm unable to move, but I can see it standing behind the bed. I didn't reply. And then the feeling of something grabbing my hand happened, even though I'm unable to move. <laughs> what is funny about this right now? Nothing, nothing. It's something else. <laughs> it's something. I'll get to it later. Keep reading. I need it's to every time we're reading rice. fucking Reddit. <laughs> it's every Reddit. time. Uh, no, tell me what happened to Anne Rice. Come on. And Rice. Whatever her name is. I don't know her name. What Door, is her name? Doorbuckle. Doorbuckle. Arbuckle. No, what? Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That one got me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I want to know what happened, too. It grabbed her I'm, hand. <laughs> it just seems, I don't know, it just seems like very passive aggressive the way she's describing it. I'm sorry. Just go ahead. Go ahead. But it's, I don't know where the disconnect is, honestly, with you two in these stories. Because the way that I'm reading it is not how she's meaning it. It's just how I'm reading it. Uh, it ain't the way you read it to you. <laughs> I'm not a fucking narrator. I can't help if it makes you think that she's coming off shit on the fly. This is why I would be the first to die in any horror movie. It's like. You guys are over fucking thinking. Laugh. Just listen to what she's saying. There's no tone behind this motherfucker at all. 
so the kid tries to get in the fucking bed and she feels it grab her wrist and she can't move and then uh she is able don't to do turn like over that, and the little son like of a bitch that. is gone the end no <laughs> the little son of a bitch <laughs> he stole her wallet and her watch no i i just it's so weird you go from this eight foot tall fuck to this little fucking leprechaun that just comes sliding in like eight Kramer. foot tall man that uh, did the same pattern every night for multiple times a week, <clears throat> and then uh, recently, just recently, it it's a kid instead of a man, and it doesn't go and hide behind the door. It walks up to the side of the bed this time. Did she say if it happened more than once? No, this just happened. So this this just was, four days. This ago. was posted oh, okay. four days ago. So. I'm going to go ahead and get my opinion of it out of the way because um, I may have mentioned that on this podcast before. I myself have seen what looked like an eight foot tall shadow man as a kid stand in the doorway every single night when I tried to Wait, fall asleep. Did you see an eight Whoa. foot tall shadow man as a kid? No, as me and fuck you. <laughs> oh, so, I was like, how the hell? That's a no. big bastard. So uh, as a child, I would see this thing. And uh, he would just stare. But the thing, sometimes it, he, he wouldn't be at the full length right away. He'd start like small looking and then it, he grew to the ceiling. Oh, and, and it was tricky dink. Okay. Yeah, it was weird though, man. So like it scared me to where I felt like I couldn't move. I'd see it every single night. Um, every single night as a kid. And it would just terrify the hell out of me. So do I believe this woman? Uh, 100%. It gave me goosebumps when you were talking about Why? it. Why? Why is it that all of these shadow figures are always eight foot tall? Why? Except with the except, she didn't say that the kid was a shadow kid, did she? Yeah, yeah, it was. So okay, so yeah. so it's either they come in micro or fucking Andre the Giant. There's no in between. Mm, why did uh, why did why did the uh, man stand in the corner and just stand there silently while she's not able to move, and then the child came up to the bed? Because it's ominous. I mean, if I was going to write a story, I'm going to say, I don't, my, my thing is, I don't believe her. Who the her. fuck's writing this thing? God's like, <laughs> okay, Ann Rice, or whatever the fuck her name is. Her, it's her. I keep calling her Ann Rice, but it's, it's, uh, Arbuckle. Ann Arbuckle, whatever. Judy Ann I, Arbuckle. Well, Judy, you're full of shit. Wow. <laughs> I, no. I just think she's full of it, dude. I've had sleep paralysis. This is okay. very similar to sleep paralysis. I've had these types of things before. You just lay there and go, oh, like you're just making noises. I've, I've had people wake me up saying, hey, 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 snap the fuck out of it. You're making some weird fucking noises. But I am awake. I know what's going on, but I can't wake myself up. So if you've it's had very it happen, painful. If you've had it happen, then why are you saying fuck Judy Ann? Because it's not, I don't I'm think it's saying, a fucking, I don't think it's, I don't think it's supernatural. I think it's just fucking sleep paralysis. But we don't know really what that is, though. And if that's the case, that shit's happened to me on, like, every month for the last, like, 16 years. Maybe your house needs to be blessed. Well, it's, Smudged. It's, it's, happen Smudged. It's, it's happened at every house I've ever lived in. Yeah, so. it's following you. That, nah, that's you, horseshit. Dooley needs to be smudged. <laughs> Dooley needs to be smudged. Horseshit. Well, so I have experienced a form of sleep paralysis uh, one time in my well, no, we'll heal probably you. a couple a couple times in my life. But I will say this: the shadow thing I seen as a kid was not. I was awake. I, I couldn't go to sleep. 
There was no sleep paralysis there. And it, this that's okay. what it sounded like to me here. But then again, the only time I've really ever had sleep paralysis, for some reason, every time it's a praying mantis on my pillow. A giant fucking praying mantis looking thing on my pillow. And I'm finally oh, like it. coming towards you like not walking towards me. It's just walking like beside me and looking. Okay. And every time I come to it's gone. So I don't know. I've never but... seen a shadow person as a, a sleep paralysis. Mantis. Yes. That's a, t- that's a topic for a, a different day. And so Jeremy's I, just seeing shadow people on the fly, just walking around. He's not, uh, yeah, I, so <laughs> he's not even, no, I'm not asleep. I was awake and I, and that's what it, this reminded me of her story. Oh, so, th- so that's, that's why different. I, that's yeah. different. If you're seeing them outside of slumber, then maybe something's up. Yeah. She does say this only happens when she's asleep. Damn it. I was wanting to believe her and now he's pulling me towards his side. Damn Your it. brain no, wait, is a very you powerful You are assuming tool. that sleep paralysis, you're asleep. You're not. But your brain... Okay, so sleep paralysis is really fucking weird because you are asleep, but you're also conscious. Mm-hmm. You're aware of what's going on. You're aware of your surroundings. It's like your body's asleep. For whatever reason, and I can't figure this out either. Like I said, it's happened to me multiple times. I can't figure out why weird shit starts showing up and i don't know if it's like your dreams are kind of like meshing with your reality kind of like like these these two fucking worlds kind of colliding in on themselves it's just really weird you'll see weird shit you'll hear weird shit you'll even make weird noises it's like when your uh, nurses turn to witches outside your bedroom i okay now that was a little (laughs) different because (laughs) that that i think we pissed beard off he's gone he's like you know, <laughs> he's like fuck this no uh I, that was a different situation for you bud uh yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that was necessarily well maybe that was in a sleep paralysis category. okay so what is our <laughs> verdict here i'm on her side i think she's seen something and here's why hold on dooley before go ahead here's, go here's ahead. why because it touched her and talked to her you ever had that when your sleep paralysis? Yeah. So yes, yes, I. Have. You've had That's... something grab you in your sleep paralysis. Yes, but but it's not what you think because in your head you're like, oh god, this thing's coming at me. What is this touch? And then it turns out that it's actually somebody trying to wake me up. Well, she oh. said that whenever she came to, there was nobody there. Does she have kids? Yeah, no, she's got a kid. she said there's no yeah, children said... in the house. Oh, did well, she she's... say that? Yes, it's yeah. I you know what? I didn't get to read it because everybody was fucking laughing. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm you guys missed asking. the whole ass end of the fucking story, there, fellas. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to ask. I was gonna say because she did I, say that she had a one kid, and it started happening after she had her first kid. No, what? I did not. Hear, what is what? that? I didn't hear that at all. What Please in the fuck? Y'all heard that? I swear to God. No, I did dude. Not and we've got it recorded now. We've got we're gonna find <laughs> out. Well, well ladies I'm and gentlemen, everybody's Christ. saying that this one's not real. Uh, Judy and Jeremy I, and I, I agree I with you, but Jeremy doesn't even know your full story. So let's just I'm put this one in now. the unsolved oh, pile. Okay, okay. Well, wait now. Wait now. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Something ain't right. Okay. <laughs> Hold up. Um, wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> We got to figure out here. What, what's your verdict? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one that even knows the full fucking story. Today. No, uh, so, so I'm going <laughs> to. 
because uh, Jeremy thought that we talked about her having children. Chad didn't even get to hear the whole ass end of it. So I'm going to say, everybody out there that's listening, if you want the true verdict, I think that something's up. I don't think that... Uh, I don't think that it's a sleep paralysis. I think something's up. It sounds a little bit too fishy to me. I don't want to. There's any eight foot tall it. shadow figures out there. Come our way so we can nah, discuss and bring you to the podcast too. While we're at it, it's no, <laughs> I'm tired of them. It's an open invitation. So, mm. <laughs> but yeah. So I think uh, I think you're outnumbered, Chad, two to one. I think Jeremy and I. That's have, fine. I'll I'll take it. We'll put this in the plausible folder. Mm, yeah, we well. got you, Miss Arbuckle. Came from Reddit. Fucking Miss Arbuckle. What does she know? Anyway, (laughs) we're going to be talking into our main subject today, which is going to be a very, very interesting subject. You don't want them shadow people coming into your house, apparently. So you need to practice that proper Ouija board motherfucking etiquette. Excuse some ambience up in this. Talk to me, boys. Well, you do. There's plenty of things you need to do to uh, make sure that you don't see these shadow people. And it's funny that old Beard found out uh, a shadow person story from Reddit because recently, boys, what has made me go to my final decision of finally burying the Ouija board that I have was because the other day, yet again, I've seen a shadow figure walk into the bathroom here at this place. Wait, you did what with your Ouija board? Oh! (laughs) No, I was getting into it. No, it's okay. You you gave it away (laughs) before you even got into it. It's okay. That's how I built it. That's how I was getting into it. No, 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 no. You were like roaming around going... We might have sex, and I'm going to make it really hot. And then you just whip your dick out. You didn't do anything except for just pull your pants down. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to roll the clip here, and uh, everybody can watch our our uh, co-host here, Barry, his Ouija board. It's cold. There's a reason I'm in the cold woods. It's that right there. I had this Ouija board for a very long time, and... uh scary shit's happened on it um pretty scary shit and uh today we're gonna bury it okay right here's where we're gonna bury it i came out deep in the woods okay we got our hole dug it's in the hole bury your planchette Separately? Okay. Board's buried. Planchette. Cover the area that you buried it with salt. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. And we're back. So So that was something else. (laughs) Well, hold on. So as you've seen, I will explain to the people who are who are listening and not watching so as you've seen uh you two the ouija board this, this is the best way to get rid of it okay 
we'll get into the etiquette of how to use it. But if you've already, you know what? I did pull my dick out first, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold up. I have I have a question. I, I have a question to ask you. So I, I know last week, like uh, we we attempted to talk about this subject. Yeah, once this before. was something that was that brought up Jeremy even burying it. Yeah, yes. exactly. Because because last week after we did the the, the podcast, we were it was like, an, it oh, came shit, from Reddit. Sure. It came you from should Reddit. bury it. So so did you experience the shadow figure after we discussed it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so. terrifying. Okay. Yeah. Hit me with that. What happened? So I was standing right here in my doorway, and I could see straight through the living room. Into the, uh, the bedroom door on the other side of the house was open, okay? And you mm-hmm. could see, like, the edge of the bed in the in that room. And then if you go into the room and take a right, there's the bedroom bathroom. So it, whatever it was, it just looked like a black shadow walked from the bed into the bathroom. And it was, I don't know, like, I kind of got goosebumps when I seen it, but I went, uh-oh. Literally, that's, I know you're going to laugh, but I went, uh-oh. I said, there it is again. And the person in the house, what? What is it? I said, uh. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I swear, I was like, I swear, I don't care who believes me, who doesn't. I was like, I've seen another shadow figure. And that was, I was like, you know what? I can't keep procrastinating on this Ouija board. I need, it needs to be gone. And Are you honestly, sure it wasn't just Mikey going to the bathroom. No, he, wasn't <laughs> he, moved, he moved as fast he, as lightning. He was 300 pounds and quick as a cat. By God, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't even here. He wasn't even at the house. It was just me and one other person that was here. Okay, so and they were in the living room. Now, I really feel like Justin, you should have joined me in this because you're the one that broke it. Oh yeah! No, wait! I didn't break oh! it. Jesus fuck! My cat scared me. <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> Sweet Jesus! Hang on. Okay, wait. Shit. While he's recovering, let me let me. <laughs> and there's a bit of backstory. The episode, the lost episode, the lost Ouija board episode that everybody did not get to hear. We had an it came from Reddit, and it was Jeremy had cut out. He dropped out of the episode, so Chad and I were doing the it came from Reddit, and the woman was talking about messing with the Ouija board and having weird shit happen. And then she talked about going and burying it. Now, our uh, discussion on the it came from Reddit was that. Burying it has to be the best way to get rid of a Ouija board compared to burning it or uh, breaking it into a thousand pieces or throwing it in the trash or throwing it in a river. So didn't somebody say that? You know, I almost done that. And then I was like, (laughs) I don't think that's the best way. No, dude, it'll be like just like Jumanji to wash up on the fucking shore. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I didn't break it. The Ouija board was hidden underneath a mattress because we were uh, the people. Your mother was trying to throw it away. So we hid it under the mattress and forgot about it. And it just got broke over being under a mattress and, you know, whatever goes on on top of the mattress. Yeah, so that was probably a very haunting sexual experience. Um, but no, so it, it broke though while it was under you. So yeah, and that was like... year. No, under me. 
I wasn't staying there at that time. You were staying there. That's when I moved. I'm okay, going. we're not anyway. This but was, no, fucking like <laughs> twelve time, years boys. ago. <laughs> but that's Man. what I'm saying. So like, anyway, regardless, I felt like you should have been there. Um, really, the people that are still around that has played it, I felt like y'all should have been there. Just whatever energy no, there no, was, because then we're going to have to go on a fucking mission and gather like twenty five. No, people I said the people. I said people who are around. It didn't even like talking to me. Uh, I like that. I like that idea. Me to even be there. I like that idea. TM. The motherfucker wouldn't talk to me. I've tried so many times, so there's no reason for me to have even been there. But no, okay, no, it has talked to you before. It didn't often, but anyway. No, 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 not with not uh, what, not without other people asking for me. But okay, anyway. So we there is proper (laughs) etiquette to playing a Ouija board. But since I already whipped my dick out, I'll go ahead and tell you the proper etiquette on how to get rid of it first. So, as you've seen um, in the video, or if you didn't see, I went to a spot in the woods um, near my place. I made sure it was at least further, far enough to where I couldn't see my place anymore. Okay. Um, I found a nice little spot out in the woods. Made sure, what you want to do is make sure it's a flat surface. And here's why. Because when you bury it, well, we'll get to that. I'm trying to jump jump the gun again. So, you have to dig a hole, of course. Don't bury the planchette with the Ouija board. It says that is a very important thing, is not to bury it with it. Or at least on top of it, where it's touching. So, I dug two separate holes, one for the planchette, one for the Ouija board. You have to wrap it in cloth. Everything that I've uh, researched, there's no specific cloth. I used an old t-shirt. Um... So it is wrapped up in the cloth, buried, and then here's the thing that solidifies it, and here's why you need to bury it on a flat ground. You have to take salt, and it says to make sure there's no holes left out. Like, when I say holes, like, you cover where you buried it completely with salt. So there's not, like, a little spot missed here or here. Cover it up. It doesn't have to be, like, thick salt, but and at least it's all covered with salt. Okay. So that way, the next rainfall that comes washes the salt into the ground, and salt, you know, is notorious for keeping bad away, and it cleanses, it's said to cleanse the board itself and whatever negative and evil energy was there. So for whoever finds it next, it won't be there. Because (laughs) there are lost basketballs near this, and I feel like a kid's going to look for it. I wish that I was a fly on a tree for the person that in the future is fucking around in the field and then they dig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I have a question. What happens if it's dug up before the first rain? I don't know. Let's hope it's not. Well, I, I mean, we that... are in this highly religious part of the mountains. Somebody's going to freak the fuck out. Oh, yeah, can you imagine? Ooh, yes. That's going to be bad. You're going to get some witchcraft jeremy what their first reaction is to burn that shit you know that well okay so yeah and they're fucked they're fucked <laughs> well zozo's coming baby but but not not if it's not if it's clear i uh, cleaned cleansed cleansed yeah you said before the rain though you said before the rain well here's the thing oh oh yeah well if that's the case there's no trace to this back to me unless somebody who listens to this podcast around this area goes and finds it because where i live is next to an old train tunnel and i walk down that tunnel path off the path to bury it so there you go 
Is no, it the train no. tunnel that I'm thinking of? This no, it's um no no no, 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 this... no It's part of that same tunnel system though. Yeah. It's just right behind oh. Jeremy's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And this it leads you straight to the gorge. Uh, what? <laughs> what if you have like a poltergeist situation, like a. <laughs> Now that it's in the ground, what if the tree comes through your window and pulls you out and starts? Oh, <laughs> I'll, oh, I'll die from a heart attack. There's no or if the fucking ground, <laughs> the grounds become possessed, you know, Carol Ann style, and Mikey gets sucked into the closet, and you hear him going ah! through the TV. So, <laughs> so it's it's funny though because when I was burying this, and I'll let you two know earlier when I was burying it or digging up the hole. Um, rope, I pull something out of the ground. I was like, what the hell is this? And it's a goddamn bone. It's a bone. <laughs> you, so, you mentioned the bone, but you said it was an animal bone, right? It was too like small a, to be a Yeah, it was like that. Is it a creepy. chicken bone? Well, that, that, that's what gets me. It's like, well, somebody buried something there before. Or it's just an animal that had ate something and then it had been stopped. Well, I didn't in. find oh, any okay. more of it. I was going to say, I didn't find any more of it. So... It was just that one bone. It's just very ironic it, that you found a bone while burying a Ouija yeah. board. And here's the thing. It, the bone was red. It was red. Well, so it, it looked like... I, well, I don't know. You tell me it looked like, <laughs> like, it looked like maybe it was a fresh bone know. and still red tinted like from I, blood. I don't fucking know. I'm not an expert on anatomy. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I, like It looked kindly fresh is what I'm saying. Because if it's still kind of red looking, it's because it's newer. There's hmm. still some blood stain on it. Well, maybe. I, or it could have been clay tinted. I don't know. Andy. Could have been clay. My my, my guess is clay. Wait, why, who the hell's out there? Oh, you mean tinted like stained by clay. I thought you were yeah. like people's out there just burying clay pottery and shit. And, and there wasn't, no, as I was digging too, there was a lot of glass that I was digging up. Which yeah, because bones here. like to hang out in that fucking tunnel. Yeah. So, uh, that's probably what all that was. <laughs> But there's only one way to get to being able to bury the Ouija board. And first you have to play like a lot of recently on the internet, people have been playing and well, boys, that's why we're here, isn't it? Yeah. That's what started this whole conversation. That's what started the whole conversation was the 28 students in Columbia that decided to play the Ouija board. Now this is something we discussed last time. I could dive deeper into the thing, but it's literally 28 students. They played the Ouija board and had an experience with it. Now we were wondering, there's no way that 28 people had, everybody had their own Ouija board. So we definitely have a group of people that were playing and people that were watching that were probably skeptical. And then weird shit probably happened. And a bunch of anxiety attacks, uh, followed, um, the status on the situation. No, has not changed. There's no more news on it currently. Uh, but yes, they essentially played it and, 28 different students went to the hospital complaining of anxiety or passing out or panic attacks uh, after playing with the spirit board. I wonder if one of them has like a, a rogue gray streak now. Mm, oh, that would be super <laughs> Some Nancy cool. Thompson shit. Yeah, that yeah. would be After neat. seeing Freddy. Yeah. Uh, so maybe. what, what generated yeah. this episode originally was seeing a lot of people on YouTube uh, do improper you uh ouija board etiquette and why it's important is because youtube 
is a very influential place. And if you don't know what you're doing, then you end up like these 28 students. <laughs> or worse. Or worse, because The Exorcist was based on a true story, people. It's not just a really well-written book. Uh, Mr. Blatty did steal some shit from a real-life event. Um, so proper etiquette is important for the sake of you and having fun with the board because you can have fun with the Ouija board but it is also something that you have to be careful with yeah, yeah. and I think one of the things that people tend to forget is it it's it's not just you know a Hasbro game you know it's not just something that I mean you can make one of these at home out of cardboard mm-hmm. you don't you can make one of these out of paper probably i'm sure if, you yeah. know it doesn't take much uh it, it, my cat's freaking out but that's okay um but it doesn't take much it, it's all i'm gonna say is anybody can do it mm-hmm. so if you're gonna do it at least know what the hell you're doing before you do it the the spirit board in general goes back a long ass time fellas yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been used originated for... in Europe, right? I can't say that. I think that it there's even traces of it existing uh in Asia, forms of spirit oh, boards. So uh and I talked on the episode that we lost, the lost episode, I talked about the fact that uh, there are instances in the Bible where they use something that is of spirit board nature, um, but it's supposed to be from the gods, but there are several different um, biblical or religious stories where people are using uh, spirit boards. So it goes back quite a ways. It's it, it's been I mean it's divination. As long as you've been able to read fucking tea leaves, or people have been trying to read stars and stuff like crystal that. Crystal balls. You, crystal balls. Um, as long as that's been going on, you've had this. So, uh, but there was a lot of, um, a lot of a, uh, like, try and, trial and error, you know? Error. Like, yeah, like they didn't know how to properly do everything, and then they were wondering why shit was getting thrown around their house and stuff after they were... <laughs> well, it, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the thing from Lord of the Rings, uh the plantier, you know, you touch mm-hmm. it, you see these things. That's kind of what I, I imagine it to be like in those old and darker times. Like you just don't use it. Like we don't speak of it. We don't look at it. We don't touch it. We don't fuck with it mm-hmm. unless there's like some kind of situation that calls for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that's a question that I want to ask you guys. I know germ, you probably would you say that you're ever going to dive back into it and play it again? I want to say no, <laughs> but who but knows? But your body's telling you yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I want to say no just because the last few times I've done it, it was scary. And um, I'm trying not to dabble in that part of life anymore, like darkness wise. I, I don't need it. So I don't want to do it. Maybe one day in the future. If I catch my kids doing it, I'll smack it out of their hand and say, listen, uh, but no, let or me show, show you how it's sh- done. Yeah. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> Fire on the mountain, run boys, run. No. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I don't know. I've, I've 
maybe, maybe, who knows? Beard. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so you're know. you're definitely gonna dive back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why not? Okay. I don't see. Uh, I've not had anything. I mean, unless it's just giving me bad luck, because yeah. God knows I'm yeah. full of that shit. But uh, yeah, fucking no. Nah, yeah, why not? I'm gonna. So, I would like to buy one again, a new one, a good one. I've got another one. It's the one that never worked. No, no, no. That one's a piece of shit. I need, that one doesn't work <laughs> at all. The fucking thing sucks, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it sucks. I, I what I would really like to do is to have an original one, and I don't mean like the one that you just buried because that was just a common one. An original one. I would like to have like an eighteen nineties one because that's when that's the when they first came on the market. To that. Yeah, that's when they first came on the market. That's whenever the big uh, the talking boards and spirits and spiritualists and mediums and stuff really started to blossom was right after Civil War, and that would be a really cool one, especially if it was made from said gum tree that Chad keeps bringing up. You know, I don't know where I originally heard that from. Uh, someone told me a long time ago, and like I said, don't take any truth from this because I don't know if it's true. They said that the most powerful type of spirit board that you can find is usually handcrafted from the oak of, uh, or the wood of a, a, a gum tree from Louisiana, black gum tree or some shit like that. I don't know. Well, see, the thing that gets I, me I, on that is, you know, it's like we were talking about people have been using this for years and years and years yeah, over throughout exactly. history. Yeah, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, for fuck's so, sakes, the Nazis used them. So, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. But like Jeremy and I said on the last episode, the one that you guys didn't get to hear and never will get to, is that the black gum thing is a conductor, uh, just the same as like copper or gold would conduct electricity. Uh, it, you can find you can have different conductors that would mean something or pull in more spiritual energy, and that's what the black gum tree more than likely is. Before Probably. Jeremy tells us the proper etiquette, um. I do want to tell you a really weird fact. Have you guys wondered about the word Ouija? 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 Yeah, actually, yeah. Ouija. Ouija. <laughs> I'm just throw, I'm throwing all, all possibilities for everybody that listens, you know, and you never know how they pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, so, essentially, in 1901, this production of uh, the Ouija board uh, started because before it was just talking boards, spirit boards. Uh, but Charles Kennard, the founder of Kennard Novelty Company, which manufactured the first Ouija boards, claimed that he named it that because he was playing it. He learned the name Ouija from using the board, and the board had claimed that it was ancient Egyptian, meaning good luck. Egyptian, Sorry. like the the phrase, <clears throat> the phrase is Egyptian. When, so Ouija, mm. right? From using the board, and it was an ancient Egyptian word meaning good luck. But the rest of oh, it is that uh, he popularized the more widely accepted uh, etymology when the name came a become a combination of French and German word for yes. <clears throat> So Ouija means yes, I guess. I don't know. Huh. 
well, I don't like that because then it's like a the welcoming board at that point. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Like it seems like it's a never ending gateway at that point. Yeah. Isn't it? The name came from a combination of a French and German words for yes. Wow. Hmm. We. Oui. Well. Um. So, if you're wanting to play this Ouija board, uh, the yes board. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and sorry about the faces when you were telling that. My cat apparently doesn't like the fact that we talk about this episode, and she got me good. So, <laughs> this goes for any Ouija board, by the way, any spirit board, any talking board, any uh, actually any divination that you do. You got to be respectful to what you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, continue. Yeah. Sorry. No, Especially your surroundings. So uh, you do got to go in this. You can't go in this like um like Chad said. Like it's a Hasbro game. You got to go into this very cognitive of what is going and what's about to happen, who you're going to be talking to, or what you're going to be talking to. Um, because the things you can talk to on here most definitely could be evil spirits. So I would suggest. Um, it says that probably four people can play anywhere from two to four. Don't ever play by yourself, by the way, before I forget. That's rule number one. You never play... Yeah, look at him. You wonder why the bad shit's happened to you. So, you never play by yourself. Um, it is because there is more to focus on for whatever you're speaking to that it has a harder time latching onto if it's more than one person. So that's why it's always best to play with two people. Because if you're playing by yourself, whatever's there, you're the only energy it has to focus on, and it could latch to you. So always play with at least two people. Um, I would play with no more than three, just because the planchette is small. It's got one point and then two back ends. So, I mean, you want to play four, fuck it, go ahead. Or 28, then y'all go to the hospital. Um... <laughs> But what what how, what do you put on the Ouija board? Is it just pinkies? Is it just fucking yeah. pinkies at that point? I got one. I got one. <laughs> okay, but no. So, um, there's your starters. At least two people, no less than two. Okay. Now, whenever you go into this, if you would like, um, candles help. White and black candles lure. It's kind of like a light from the other side to to guide you and a blue candle is said to make a firm connection with whatever it is there so white black and blue candles um so you got your candles a lot of people suggest before playing to smudge the ouija board with sage excuse me so if you have sage i would suggest it too because you don't want any negative things coming your way now once you're playing it's always best to first question to ask is who's there you know because how else are you going to get something's attention or is anybody there is there anybody that would like to speak to us um don't go into this as a joke if you're going in here going huh, you're moving it and then laughing around and don't play with people who are going to move it too by the way don't do it so um take this very seriously whatever you do never just Go to goodbye without it saying goodbye if something has already engaged with you first. Um, Give it time to answer. Yes. You have um, to, you don't expect immediate answers, first of all. Do you really think that a spirit's just sitting there waiting? Like, they're just waiting. They've been waiting all day. We got oh, one! God. They finally got one! Energy. No, yeah. like, 
you know what I'm saying? So if, if you really believe, or if, even if you're a skeptic and you're just curious, give it a little bit of time. Um, yes. There are certain conditions that improve Ouija board uh, playing or spirit board playing as well, uh, like a stormy night or um, being in a house where tragedy took place. But nighttime usually gives you the best responses. Um, you can also play it risky and play in places you're not supposed to, like churches. No, hold on. <laughs> never, never play in a graveyard. I didn't say outside. I didn't say or outside. outside in yes, general. I was going to say in two outside. Don't ever play outside. Yeah, no, don't do either one of those. But you could definitely, you can get a good response in a church. And, you know, I have, you can't really, you're supposedly not supposed to have bad energy in the church, right? What if it's a funeral parlor? Ooh, I've never done and that. That would be interesting. It would be, I mean, it would be interesting to do these things. And that's why right now I'm speaking it into existence. So neither one of these two can say no. Ladies and gentlemen, we are planning a trip in the future to the Waverly Hills Sanatorium with a Ouija board. And we will. Oh, yeah. No, can you imagine? That's the place to go. I think I'm going to try to stay in the local funeral home before I do that. Okay. Hmm. Well, um, so, yeah, always make sure whatever you're speaking to says goodbye. Um. Try to keep somebody near if, well, for one, if you can't remember the letters, to write down what it's saying. It's 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 very helpful to have somebody that can write down as the letters go, because sometimes these things move fast. Moderator. Not all the time. Yes. Your moderator. Yeah. Um, always make sure it says goodbye, and you always say goodbye, even if there's nothing ever there. Like say if you you you've been playing for thirty minutes and nothing at all. It, that is, this is a key step, by the way. Very yeah. uh, bold text on this. This is something that you have to do. This is every time that you play the Ouija board. <clears throat> Otherwise, uh, you have the possibility of I don't know seeing shadow shit like Jeremy. <laughs> It leaves the gateway open, people. There's a reason why people say, uh, you know, words are powerful, you know, because they are. Back, you know, um, um, what can you take from a man if not his word? There's reasons, there's statements like that. And saying goodbye is definitive. It's letting, you're letting whatever is there know, hey, I'm no longer around, goodbye. Kind of like a, uh, you know, this is the end of our conversation. I'm stepping away. You're not welcome any further. It's very important. To, even if there's nothing there to say goodbye, because there could be something around that just doesn't mm-hmm. want to respond. And then it's you just go, huh, okay. And you take it and move it to goodbye. Or if you're talking to something, make sure it says goodbye. So it moves it to it. You don't want whatever you're talking to, to not say goodbye. <laughs> don't remove your fingers. From yeah, that's board. yep. Don't get scared. If it starts it's like, cause that's the thing, you know, this is like, you're in the hotel room with the hooker. Close her off. You're already there, okay? I didn't know how else to put this. Uh, a lot of sexual analogies being flung around here today. <laughs> well, Dicks no. are out. Hookers are in. <laughs> well, no. So, okay, so think of it like this. You know, you, you, you've already signed that piece of... You, you signed that letter on the house. You just bought your... I don't know. There I'm sticking go. with I, the sex, okay? You, you know, you're both already naked and you're in bed. You know what you signed up for. You're here. You're there. Don't you can't back out now, okay? So once you are on there, oh. on the <laughs> once you you're can't, on wait, the wait, board, wait. you uh, wait, we you, you can, can back out. You can back <laughs> okay. out. 
You My can bad. Back out. You can back out. You Help just gotta go to here. Good, you just gotta go to goodbye if you back out. Jesus. Okay. Son. Sorry. Sorry, people. You can always you always have you always have a you can always say no to sex. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry. Anyway, <sighs> what I'm trying to say, people, once your fingers are on the board and you started a communication, don't get scared. Don't lift your fingers up. Don't leave the other person hanging. You're in this for the long haul at this point, and you have to ride it out. I couldn't he have said it better myself. <laughs> he thought it was funny. I, it's, it's so much. As we wind down this episode on Ouija board etiquette, I, I, I did want to ask you guys when sort of last question, Jeremy, you kind of already answered the question unintentionally. Uh, both of you. The next time you play with a Ouija board, or if you had the opportunity to play a Ouija board in a location of your specific desire, where would it be, and what or who would you try to contact? I'll let you go first. Because that's a hard question. Just to be interesting, uh, that little spare bedroom above that garage in Washington State where Kurt offed himself. Well, I thought you were going to say that. I had a feeling you were going to say that. It's a very specific location. Though. I mean, you want answers. Every other place, I'm just going to learn about a ghost that I don't really know shit about. So, let's... let's Tell me, Kurt. Did, did Courtney do it? I'm, I'm going the other route. Um... Since he soaked in bleach, he took the interesting route. Uh, I'm gonna say the Amityville house. I want to know what was on there. Did the guy was he really crazy? Was there real evil in that house? You're talking about DeFeo, not the actual Lutzes. Well, where it happened, like the place, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, what about you? If you had decided that's a tough one, man. Like I, I feel like I would want to do something uh fun. So I would want to find and this might be a little morbid, but I think I would want to find Chris Farley's hotel room. Mm, okay. Yeah. I feel like he wouldn't let me down if he's lingering. Um hmm. just a quick thing to kind of go with that since it was his hero. Uh they say that Belushi, the room that he died in, that he haunts the room, so that might be a fun place to take uh, it. The Janis Joplin, there's a room that she spent a lot of time in uh, in Los Angeles, and apparently a lot of people will just go to that room. Or Amy Winehouse, I think. That uh, but if I had a second choice, Chad, if I had a second choice, it would be a, this quaint little brick townhouse in Georgetown. Washington, uh, D.C. I was gonna say the Exorcist place. Mm-hmm. What? The Why? house that it was filmed in? Oh, you mm-hmm. mean the real house? Mm. Oh. Uh, get real interesting, uh, real quick. I'm staying away from that one. You're on your own. <laughs> hey, it's the ultimate Ouija board test. Let's see cards on the table. Who's full of shit? Ah, I take mine back. Robert the doll. I want to see if that doll's full of shit. 
I want to uh, I want uh, uh, Good luck with that. You got to go to Fuckface's museum. Oh, does oh, he have it? He's got it. He had it last I saw. It, this could have changed. You know how often well, that No fucking... shit. Hmm. It might have just been like a, a visiting, like they put him in a case and let people walk by and stuff like that. Anyways, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm. I feel like the the real the real exorcist house where the little boy was possessed. It's nut up or shut up. I feel like if you're wanting to find out if the Ouija board's that's, real or not, that's one way. Yeah. Oof. Do you really want to talk to Zozo? Do you really want to talk to Howdy? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know about you guys, but I don't. He's your uncle. <laughs> He's your uncle. Oh Lord. Well, boys, now that is how the episode should have gone <laughs> last week. Hmm. So, you know the rules. Don't fuck up. If you need a reference, the episode's always here. We've got two of these bad boys now, so there's no excuses. Yeah, yeah. It's in your hands now. Don't we just ask. We have passed the torch. Exactly. Don't just ask your friends because they have tarot cards. That's not, that's not no. like a resume saying. But what you can do fun. is if your friend has tarot cards, they can come on our podcast and they can hang out with us and we can all, we can all just have a nice little reading, psychics, mediums, you name it. Mine have been creep- it. creepily accurate down. lately. Creepy. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, I just wow. did a, I just did a read with Jeremy while he was listening to me. And do, do you do your own? Yeah. Can you? How do you do your own? Yeah. I'll gladly do yours, my friend, right after this ep, if you'd like. Let's do it. Let's do it. Should we? I feel like we should record this. Should we? I don't know. That'll Maybe be a not. separate episode. Tune in for that. Until next time, everybody, keep it spooky out there. <laughs>